offensive line, nicknamed the Hogs by line coach Joe Bugle, began to control the tempo of the game with a play called 50 Gut. Jacoby and Russ Grimm, the two hogs that time with the big blocks. John Riggins, the diesel, getting warm. Crank up that diesel. Oh, um, 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 let's go diesel. Um. So, what are we about to do this year, dog? Are we on? Yeah. No, I just, like, I just figured that we just go in naturally. What's the team? I hear you. All right. What are we about to do this year? Not even the side show, because you can always edit that, right? Yeah, I can cut this out. But like I was telling Cliff earlier, like... When we always do it, like when you, because you always said do it like we're sitting in the base and have a conversation. Like when we just rambling about the skins, I just feel like that's a great product. We actually probably should record that. I don't know. Maybe we go 4 and 12. It's either going to be a long, miserable season from the start. Or. Where we get destroyed by our two rivals. To start right out the, the game. Year, and or, it's over. Or. Or we just have a fluke ass year where like we actually get some breaks for once well, I gotta be fluke though Cliff man well cause the, la- the last like- couple of years have been fluke though the <laughs> no, last couple you. years have been fluke the other I way you. I hear for you real. I hear you this injury shit is out of control but man. I don't feel like we have a roster of a 4-12 and 12 team but I mean obviously your season can always slide to that but... shit gets wild yeah we, we, if we start 1-4 and four before the Miami game the Hassles is starting yeah and then, and then 4-12 and 12 is definitely on the team yeah a hundred percent. Like if they really start one and four, and, and I don't know if I can even blame them for starting one and four because it's a tough ass schedule for any team. Yeah, on paper, right today, that shit looks like a tough part of the schedule. If you but, start one and four, uh, this team is not going to go ten and six starting. Did we one improve and four, you know the talent, the roster, the talent on the roster from last year? Yes or no? Has the talent improved? Of course it has. Yes. Of course it has. So you, you drafted a, a franchise quarterback potentially. You also drafted. Your new defensive end, you drafted a few receivers. Even if Haskins doesn't impact the season this year, we added a pass rusher, which we lacked. Yeah. We added playmakers at receiver, hopefully, which we lacked. You're getting your second round draft pick back if he's healthy. If he's Explosive out the back. If he's healthy. It's a big if. I feel you. Because they're already in question if he's going to be healthy. But a lot of teams got those ifs. But this team was 6 3, dog, with an offense that was scoring 16 points. Yes, that's true, but. Even we have to admit that they were winning a few games. Not even saying getting lucky, but they they got their breaks. Breaks aren't given season to season. Like, they come well, out sometimes this year you gotta get, get. Sometimes you gotta be lucky. Listen, if this team doesn't get lucky, they're not winning more than six games. Mm-hmm. They're just they're not good enough. They're not experienced enough. They have a Damn, tough road ahead. Well, we're gonna find out in a few days at training camp. We're back. How's it feel? I just think we have a lot of players that might be taking that next step. I.e., the John Allen's. Deron Paynes. Sean Deion Hamilton has a full offseason of being healthy. They're going to be on the field. That's, that's Everybody the gets hurt, man. That's the question. We, guys, we sign guys and then they tear their ACL the next day. That's the question. Hey, he stepped on Tyler Catalina's foot and tore his shit up. Mm-hmm. All the way up. Like, that only happens here. Nowhere else. We didn't even get a chance to see Foster on the field. I got the text and I... Whew, it's like, Dude, mm-hmm. Foster... Has torn every ligament. I was like, huh? The sad part about it was they weren't even going full speed. It was half speed practice, and he literally shredded. It was the first drill, too. Yeah. First play in camp. And you hear people saying, oh, well, that happens. Like, no, that doesn't just happen. It only happens here. Dude. There's got to be some sort of 
I, I don't want to say curse on on this franchise. I'm not gonna say it's a curse. There's it's bad just, juju because they had luck, the, a season where everybody gets hurt, and you're number one in the league in injuries. It happens. Mm-hmm. It happened two years in a row. It rarely happens, and to lose your uh, biggest addition to the team as far as a free agent in the first play of training camp or not even training camp, OTAs, OTAs. That's some fluke shit. It really mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Something has to be happening here. Especially at a position where you've been lacking talent for many years. I.e., everybody's trying to get rid of Mason Foster. I mean... Well, he's still here. And we got to rely on Mason Foster now. But that's what they... Let me get... Let's, I'm going to say something about that. I know Mason Foster's not the best middle linebacker. Because I... Trust me. I have flambayed his ass many of Sundays. But with that said, we've had a lot worse, bro. I.e., like, Work Holdman. <laughs> <laughs> Like, come on, man. Like, put him in a situation where you know he can succeed. I feel like that's on the coaching staff as well. Why are we asking Mason Foster to be in coverage on Zach Ertz? Or, well, or a tight end like George Kittle or somebody? Well, we're going to get to that. I mean, you know that they weren't really trying to bring um, the defensive coordinator back. They weren't trying to bring Minuski back. No. And just by process of elimination, when nobody wanted the job, he's here again. I mean, what kind of dynamic does that set in the locker room? I know I was joking with y'all a couple weeks ago about it, but I'm telling y'all, if this team starts out slow, defense starts out slow, you got two defensive coordinators in waiting from previous regimes. Horton, Rob Ryan, or, yeah, Rob They Ryan. would never let Rob Ryan be the coach of this team, even on an interim basis. The team is already a joke. Or maybe Ray Horton. I could see Ray Horton. I'm just I, saying, those two come from aggressive styles. They're not like Minuski relying on the front line to do yeah. everything. Can you imagine the just the jokes from the national media and national fans if we're like, let's just say we're like three and nine and they fire Gruden and then Ray uh <laughs> Ray Horton's the head coach? I'm gonna be on or, your couch like bruh or Rob Ryan, like <laughs> oh, man. it's gonna the head get coach ugly. Be Bill Callahan. Absolutely. Yeah, or Tom Sula. They wouldn't let it get that bad. Right? Didn't Tom Sula right. go one and fifteen or some shit? Well, he sure San Francisco? Did. Jeez, oh man. All right, let's get into these 10 questions. Yeah. All right. So, we know that Haskins has an uphill climb to be the starting quarterback. I think we all are in agreement that if he doesn't have an outstanding camp and clearly beat out Colt McCoy and Case Keenum, mm-hmm. that he isn't going to be starting the season, at least to start the season. No doubt. But what do we think the threshold is going to be for him going to camp? Like, when will you know, yeah, he's the guy? Week one. I mean, it's going to be a lot to go into that, man. Obviously, kind of like Gruden has been saying, like, Haskins, this is his first time, like, calling plays out of the huddle. And, like, has he adjusted to that? Has he learned a playbook? Right. Well, you know, well, has well, he... Well, in, you know, with that, like, what does he need to do for you? Like, go list them all for me. What does he need to prove to you? Like, he's not going to be perfect. He's not even close to being perfect. But what does he have to show you at a very bare minimum for him to be your guy week one in Philly? Preseason wise, you got to show me that you know you understand the playbook. You right. know where your targets are going to be at. If you get to the line, if you got to check to something, I mean, it's a lot of variables that goes into that. But obviously, just getting out of the huddle first and foremost, you can't get to the line, play clock at ten seconds, and all of a sudden you don't right. know what to do. You don't know where to go with the ball. Like I'm obviously, it's going to be an adjustment period for him. But I mean, we're going to learn more about that. I think in the preseason games, we see him being able to move the ball down the field, not calling a timeout after every first and second down in preseason. Right. That's the first step. Also, I think it also depends on where what is he on the depth chart going in. True. Because then that's going to determine who he's playing with in the preseason. 
preseason. True. Right, the first couple games. Is he battling with Keenum for reps, or is McCoy right. involved as well? Is he with the back? Is, is he mm-hmm. with the second string players when he comes in in the preseason game? Mm-hmm. And he comes out here and he's he's throwing to McLaurin and all these guys, these young players who we have high hopes for, who are second string the moment he would cook with those guys. Mm-hmm. He might look a lot better. Mm-hmm. True, but. I think it depends because I think the hesitation is going to be the schedule. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be a bigger. That's the main thing holding the back. Yeah. Yeah. When do you want to know by? After the second preseason game? After the third preseason game? When do you want to know that he's going to be a starter or not going into week one? Well, I think Gruden is going to have to know something at least by preseason game one or two because you got to get whoever's going to be QB1, the reps. Oh, yeah. Right, absolutely. But let's say that he um, doesn't start the first preseason game. Let's say it's Case Kim. The second mm-hmm. one is Colt McCoy. Let's say he does start the third preseason game looks good, and they name the starter then. Mm-hmm. Is that too early, too late? Like, when do you want to actually have that, like, thought, like, in Gruden's head, like, this is my guy, whether it's Haskins, whether it's Colt, whether it's Keenum? I think we're going to know based on – what Jay says. And before preseason We're going to know before the first. I think we might know that shit before yeah. the first preseason game, which mm-hmm. way he's leading, mm-hmm. frankly. Just by his quotes, we're going to know. Because you know Gruden will tell you a lot in his press conferences. Yeah. Is no, he saying he's, him, he's on fire? Is he picking up the office? Or is it, uh, well, you know, he's got a learning curve. You know, it's it's going to take some time. Right. Gruden is going to tell you in his Gruden is very frank. Not as well, frank as he used to be with, with RG3, but he definitely speaks his mind. Like, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't make any kind mm-hmm. of... And we'll know from it. the practice reports. Absolutely. We're going we're gonna to have a good mm-hmm. idea as we to whether... Plenty. We are going to know whether Haskins is having a good mm-hmm. camp. Mm-hmm. So beyond his preseason gameplay, we'll know if he's having a good camp in general. If he's picking it up. And I think he's going to have to have a really good camp to be the starter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you make of the Trent situation right now? Obviously, none of us expect him to be there on Thursday when camp opens. Nope. When will you freak out? Me personally, I'd probably freak out if he's not there before week one. Trent being a veteran, arguably the best left tackle in the game. I don't personally feel like Trent needs a full training camp to get ready for the season. He doesn't. Now, obviously, but we don't, we're not inside the walls of Redskins Park because we've been hearing things about contract. We've been hearing things about he was upset with how the team diagnosed his situation with the surgery. I mean, the dude had a surgery on his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like him and the team are beefing. So not even just him showing up to camp, which I don't expect him to. Like, it could be something deeper than what we've been told. So. Right. right. Well, my true my true concern would be if we if it's week one and we're getting ready for Philly and he's not in he's not there then that's and not that's a, moment, a problem not a moment before for you You're, like you wouldn't freak out on August twenty fourth if he just there's no news about him that he's not there nothing at all you would not freak out at that I point? mean I probably my concern level would probably raise because Trent I mean even though I don't think he's really missed the camp previously he might not have practiced as much but. Mm-hmm. If we get down <laughs> preseason game week four, he hasn't even showed up to Redskins Park. We have that's a, a word. fucking problem. That's a problem. That's a major. But red that's flag. the thing, though. You know, with this organization, they probably fucked up. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's Which, probably their fault. I'm just hoping that's not the case. But I just I'm hope really it's about something that. that money can solve. Because yeah. <laughs> some things money can't solve. No. Like my health. Right. Like I hope it's one of those a things where scare. like. <laughs> well, I just hope it's one of those things where, like, he's angry, mm-hmm. but a bigger check will cool subside. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. But there's a part of me that thinks it's deeper than they that, might right? have fucked this up mm-hmm. badly. I don't, no, mm-hmm. Trent doesn't strike me as the type of guy that would hold out for any reason outside of something that they've done 
wronged him, wronged him in some mm-hmm. way. For it's him to actually like let this leak, or for him just, this to get out about him, he must really be upset about He's it. He's been the face of the franchise for the last how many years? And you're telling me now, all of a sudden, you misdiagnosed something for his like brain? Like, <laughs> and it's not the first time. That's a problem. I mean, as much as we clown Sue Cravens on this podcast, I mean, there's credence to the fact that he had some sort of post-concussion um, syndrome mm-hmm. or just some issue that was caused by this head injury. And we didn't respect him enough to actually fall through with a proper diagnosis. But also, your man Sewell was going on Snapchat, putting on glasses. You're like, I can't see. Uh, well, listen, he was born in 1996. Man. He, he's, he's, I mean, he, he's a little bit of a millennial, a little bit of a diva. It's, I mean, that's saying. fine and everything. But would you put it past him to be lying about a front office that has numerous issues of misdiagnosis? Remember, I had Colt McCoy this past year. Guys, infection. Right. That's it. A- it's a bad look. Serious question with y'all. I mean, obviously we've only we're only around this team, but do other teams go through this stuff with this infection stuff and like misdiagnosis? I mean, obviously you never know with doctors and stuff, but I feel like I mean, with us it's a weekly thing or we hear something about with our the infection stuff. People act like the doctors performing the surgery in a with in like a team smock or something. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't work. Like yeah, he does surgeries for the team. Yeah. He does. He's not like. It's not like we have um, mm. Jim Tom Sula yeah. doing these surgeries, mm-hmm. man. Right? I don't know why they keep ending up with these infection problems. Infections do happen. We just hear about them more. But we also hear about negative shit about this franchise more than we would mm-hmm. other teams. Definitely. Everything with this franchise is blown <laughs> through the roof. People are like, oh, Alex had an infection. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, he had an infection. Mm-hmm. His knee exploded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially, a bomb mm-hmm. blew, like... Injured his knee. He's walking around with a medieval contraption on his leg. Mm-hmm. Of course, there was an infection. Which just at some now point. came off this past right. week. Right. So, like, I can't read too much into that stuff. As for Trent, I hope you're here week one. But we don't even know if the guy's healthy, anyways. So, that's the concerning part, though. I think the bigger issue is we don't really have a backup left tackle. That's. Yep. Uh, I mean, unless you want to go out and sign somebody like uh, guys in from Oakland. Well, let's don't, don't get this wrong. We drafted one, but the one we drafted got injured last year, so we don't know what he is either. Right. Christian. That's what I'm saying. Like, Jerron Christian hasn't played well at all, to be frank, and he has, hasn't practiced. And he probably isn't going to practice until deep into the um, offseason. But we knew him like, coming in. Before, not to cut you off. We knew he was he was a young prospect who needed Right. That's what I'm saying. He might not be ready to play even if he was healthy. Yeah. You're not going to put flowers on that edge. No. And Shecky's in Buffalo. No. You might need to call Donald Penn. You might have to. Like, what's he going to cost you at this point? But I think that's something that's going to be more clear when camp opens. Right. Because obviously, I, I just, team players, camp, more players are going to get cut. They're going to be There's players. Gonna be injuries. Cut. Yeah. So they're going to be options yeah. for left tackle yeah. week one. This is just not an optimal. It's not the time to yeah. panic for Trent, but I will say my concern is rising the deeper we get and the closer we get to September. Speaking right. about the old line. What do you guys make of the sheriff situation? Obviously, um, there's a little bit of tension there because you would have thought that a contract would have been extended by now, at least a, a suitable one. And the first thing we hear about it since the season ended is that he was given a insulting contract back in July. I mean, I mean, who? What, what are we gonna do? But who determined that to be insulting? Yeah. His agent. We don't of know course. the numbers. Of course, his agent said it's insulting. They insulted us with their offer, and we turned it down. I don't like giving players extensions in the NFL. to too many injuries. And I he has like been injured. It. And he has and been injured. The sheriff has been injured. Yeah. As I'm much not, as I love so him. So I can't. I'm not even. And sure. guards are pay, getting paid Worst a lot Worst case scenario, more you fran- like, 
you can franchise them and then talk extension when that time I comes. I think what also. it is, they don't. We're a team that doesn't really want to put big money into a guard. We drafted him high, so I that'd be a mistake, man. Because the whole league's spending money on guards. They are. I think it's one of those things where, like, we don't need to do this now. What does it matter if we give him an extension? But now? you does could do it now. I just yes, you don't, I don't have want to, do to get it. the offseason. But what are you gonna? You, so mm-hmm. what if he's like, I want highest paid guard in the league money? You're gonna give him that extension? What, right but now? even if what he, he gets that, you know, plays, the numbers going to lower because there's going to be other guards that are going to get paid. What if he right. plays 16 games and is an All Pro talent? Like, what that, are you gonna do? That money. I'm going gonna pay you. Like, what difference does it make? Then, then I will still pay you. You, you can't go anywhere. I can franchise you anyways. Yeah, that's right. We got his so rights. It's not like what. There's nothing to worry about. I wouldn't say there's nothing to worry about because we control the situation. Fra- Listen, we, are, we like, control the situation. What is there to worry about? He he probably right now is aging. Probably is asking for best ta- best guard in the league money. Definitely. Why would I give Definitely. you that? You have been injured the last couple of years. Is Norwell a better I'm not guard? Giving than you Brandon that right now. No. You guys exactly. So of course his agent's like, right. right. This guy got paid his money. We'll wait. You well, play I didn't out know the that, air, you might get Well, how do you know that he already asked for top of the league guard money already? Because what the hell I mean, else Sheriff is he gonna is a top for? five guard in the league I, right My now. thing is, what else is he going to ask yeah. for, and why would I give him that? And we took him top five. It's only right he asked for This top is money five. that you're going to be getting next year. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help us cap-wise for this year. Mm-hmm. So what is it, like, what do I need to do this now for? The only thing is, agent-wise is, do I want my payer to get played now, yeah. or do we want to take the risk of there being a league stoppage, a new CBA? Right. An no, injury. No. Exactly. There's no point in giving an extension right yeah. now. Yeah. None. They got to take, gotta take Why am I so giving extensions for 2020? Yeah. There isn't going to be a 2020. Exactly. Yeah, but you might lose them in 2021. That's so, to what? They're going to get rid of the franchise tag? You aren't going anywhere, Brandon Sheriff. Yeah. So reject it. Also, yes, your agent putting that out there. I'm I mean, I'm just hoping they get the situation handled. We drafted the kid. He should be here. He should be here. Originally, we thought he might have been a tackle. Clearly, that wasn't going to happen. Moved his ass inside the guard. He's been a hell of a guard since he's got here. So, right. hopefully going forward, the team figures it out. I'd be interested to hear what the terms were of his contract offer. I mean, we'll never know. It might be that we gave him a BS offer just to start off no- negotiations because it happens that. often in business. But, um, yeah, well, I-, I hope we're not trying to screw this guy because we do need to keep him. Right, but Paul, again... Who put that quote out there? Yeah. His agent. Oh, oh, so, of course, his agent was insulted by the offer. Or it might have been warm radio. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, of course, he was insulted by the offer. He didn't accept it. Fucking, fucking leak came from Chris Russell. Exactly. So, like, I'm not really. Chad Duke's reporting. I'm not. Like, I don't Turn really. Turnbull Washington. <laughs> and it's July. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Not, I don't like extending players, man. Think these guys can handle way too much. Imagine we extend him and he blows out his fucking knee week seven. I would. Imagine my my uh, level of uh, he tears his pec of disdain. And we I, have a history of that in right. the team. When I turn on uh, Sheehan's podcast and it's Sheehan and Tom Lavero on with Chris Russell, it's just like the most negative radio podcast. What are they I'm doing? I'm not even doing my Tom Lavero impression. I do this shit all the time in the car. I'm driving home. He's saying some whack shit. I'm like, yeah. Not even to get sidetracked. <laughs> not even to get sidetracked, fellas. But she is just to, I mean, local DC guy. I'm sure everybody out there knows who he is. His plan for the team this offseason would have been you blow up everything. You trade Trent Williams. You trade Ryan Kerrigan. You stack up all these picks. And you get prepared for the 2020 season offseason. Stack up there are guys that picks. want us to tank. What is? What but, do you mean? What makes you think 
the team was going to fire anyway. Because Sheehan's whole plan with that is, okay, he's assuming Snyder would have fired the what entire front office. What is this tanking shit? I don't, this, is, this is not hooks, man. T- tanking is, this is for not losers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even in hoops. Mm-hmm. Even in hoops. That shit is for losers. The, the Sixers it. tanked. And literally got rid of every player that was on that roster who was mm-hmm. part of that. Because mm-hmm. you can't have that kind of losing walking around. Who the hell is tanking building. in the NFL? Who the fuck is going out here to get concussions to go <laughs> to 14? Yeah. Get the hell out of here. I'm putting my brain on the line for 16 weeks. You want me to tank? Come on, dude. That's loser Come shit. Come on. Don't be a loser out yeah. here. Tanking is for losers. That's going really well for the Suns, by the way. All that tanking. Right? <laughs> Corey got a Knicks shirt on. Yeah. So... Like, tanking's for losers. Nick Blue, baby. You, are, Corey, the, are the Giants tanking? Corey, don't scream that in my basement no more, dog. <laughs> are the Giants tanking? Giants aren't tanking. They're just trash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think starting Eli might be a form of tanking without insulting him. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't really understand what they're doing. Look, um, we... <laughs> so, basically, people, this is what people like hmm. that she and want, right? Mm-hmm. They want the team to tank. So they can go on the radio, tell you how terrible it's going. They do that about anyway. how they're already wasting Haskins' career. This was a terrible idea. Oh, since we're since you just brought up Haskins, another one of um, we're not gonna make this a Sheen pod, but one of his things was put him out there, see who he is, because if he's not good, it allows you time to get ready for the twenty twenty draft class. Who he is. So basically, let him stink if he sucks. You get him out there, <laughs> he stinks. 2020 draft, you got an opportunity to get Tua, you get Herbert. Like, that's not the way to go about it as far as a franchise is concerned. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We're watching the replay of Eagles-Cowboys. This is just pathetic. Who won this game? Eagles won this game, right? Second. I think Eagles, I think the yeah, Cowboys won this, no, Cowboys won this joint, I think. Mm. Anyway, we can cut this part out. Yeah, now you could. <laughs> All right, so... Hmm. I think we all think that Quinn is going to start in a slot, right? Yeah. And assuming, and assuming health, just like Quinn, Richardson's going to be the Z receiver, right? Yes. We expect that, right? Yeah. If okay. he's healthy. And I don't think any of us expect the job to be handed to Doxon, right? No. no those no. days are over. For real? Are you Dude, gonna- did you even hear Gruden in his press conference? He was like, I mean, Josh has looked well. He's looked, he's looked decent in his offseason, but I can't guarantee – Targets and reps and this and that. You know what I mean, there's nothing guaranteed no more. Right, and, and just hearing him talk, it means just like, listen, it's cool that football's not your everything, but to be like just like so apathetic about playing football on the team and mm-hmm. your job security, it's kind of just, it's a turnoff for fans. I, I mean, I don't Dude. honestly want to hear that. Like, you've been an underwhelming first round draft pick. I want to actually hear you be, you know, excited about coming out and earning your job. Not like, oh well, it's not know, even crazy, to say football coming. has to be his life, but the way he was talking in the off season. <laughs> That was a major red flag, <laughs> especially for someone that was a Dotson fan. I cannot, I cannot. He, it's he, like he just doesn't care. He's not part of the Dotson hive. Tell you that fucking yeah, much. I'm, I'm completely done with that. Not talking about Josh Dotson. Dotson's not a part of the Dotson hive. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, he so, was so casual. Oh, it's just you like, know, what the fuck, dude? Just gonna come and compete for a job, man. He said, "Well, not, I mean, well, I'm just headed to free agency, motherfucker. If you don't get 20 catches, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> you're going to fucking." State Farm Auto Insurance. <laughs> you're gonna be selling cars in Florida like, like you're about? Hackerson. You're gonna go, <laughs> gonna go right back to it's, TCU, yeah. get that grad degree. Son. It's just frustrating. That kid had a lot of potential. He still has potential. 
Not saying maybe he he just maybe he just he was the wrong receiver to draft the time we drafted him. I think. That being said, who do you think that can possibly step said, up at the X? Who's going to step up? I mean, is it going to be Terry McLaurin? Is it going to be Josh Harmon? Is it going to be Cam Sims? Uh, I mean, I don't know. You have a lot of question marks at the X receiver right now. I think that you feel okay with Paul Richardson and Trey Quinn. Let's start the season this is as your starters because you have limited options. I'm good with that. the X. I mean, the X is wide open, right? The X can be wide open, and it's opportunities for these young prospects to do something. Right. Nothing is no longer being handed to number 18. We're not going to – Texans game, Cliff, like you said. Even just to let folks refresh your memory, the play that should have been a pass interference, like you don't even jump and show no emotion. <laughs> this guy you, walked off the field. The quarterback's like... <laughs> on your back. You get up and just walk to the sideline. What are you doing, son? Like, come on, bro. It's like, oh, well, it's, looks like we're going to lose this one. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's new energy at Redskins Park now. Yeah, so. Maybe I can get home in time to catch uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones tonight. <laughs> like, seriously, bro. Trust I mean, me. there's too many hungry receivers. Yeah. That are try- I mean, yeah. guys who are trying to make this roster. Think about like, like Robert Davis. Also, there is Robert Davis. Listen, I know he's not playing this that's year. That's another prospect. But, but guys, we, I've seen the field this year. He may not play this year. I mean, I, I'm not really one of the guys that's but, like Robert Davis like has like all the measurables. He might be good. At it. I mean, whatever. But I do know there are guys on this team who are trying to make this team who are hungry. Cam Sims. And, right. See, it's even beyond Kelvin make the team. There are snaps available. Mm-hmm. In the who wants court. it? Who wants right. it? Whoever steps up in the preseason will be getting snaps. Mm-hmm. Period. And it doesn't even matter where you were drafted whether you were drafted. That shit is, that's, that's over with. You can be Brian Quick. Mm-hmm. Brian Quick has a good camp. He's mm-hmm. getting reps yep. week one. Yep. That shit is open. That's why I'm glad Gruden said what he said in that press conference when they were asking him about Josh Dodson. Nothing else is being handed to nobody. He wasn't being negative or anything, but he was just basically saying, yeah, I mean, you're going to have to yeah. earn this. I mean, that you, first you, round picture is dead. Yeah, you show it or you're, you're going to be on the bench. I don't know if watching. He, I, don't, I just don't know if he has it in him. Like, just, I, I don't know either anymore. And I don't know what he like. It's okay to be one of these like receivers with ridiculous like leaping ability and awesome hands and and like super reach like you can make these like high flying act type catches. But I don't. I just don't think that he have has. Have we like, even seen him do that? Act. Not to cut you off. I mean, besides the Seattle game, no. I mean, just one. I want to see you be willing to do this on every down, and you just kind of seem like you just don't care. Like you're not willing to make the tough catch. Like you don't right. make any tough catches. The only thing I'll say is last year our quarterback situation. Was kind of a mess, right? But so I will cut him. I will cut the whole receiving group some slack. Even when Alex was playing, offense was not particularly. Good. It wasn't part of it was because the receivers aren't good. I get that. No separation. Alex did miss some throws. He did. But last time it was people used to blame Kirk for Doxon. Mm-hmm. I would some. I would get on Kirk mm-hmm. about not throwing the ball, Doxon. Well. Alex didn't throw the ball to Doxon either. This is facts. So, so somebody's not getting separation. Right. I can't keep blaming the quarterback for that. Well, Alex was piss poor last year, but we did say piss poor. No, dog, damn. <laughs> uh, Corey, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying stats wise he was great. I just felt Alex brought a calmness to the team. You can't follow. You can't take that away from him. Of course he did. But we always just say with Kirk, hey, Dox is not getting the ball enough. I'm with you on that. I mean, if. I mean, we saw times where Alex was patting the ball, taking sacks, yada, yada. If Daxon was getting open or making plays downfield, mm-hmm. he would get the ball. You didn't you. earn that trust. So we can't blame on the quarterback anymore. I mean, yeah. 
Listen, I do think that I think it's possible that Docs can go somewhere else and, and have a he career. might flourish. No, not, not, absolutely. Not a, you don't think so? It will not. Well, show you're not me, separation. You're not flourishing show me anywhere. in the league where we've seen first round receivers fizzle out on the team that drafted. We're watching one right now. Who? Amari Cooper. Amari, Amari Cooper didn't fizzle out in Oakland. Show me a, a, a receiver that was drafted round one. The team that he was drafted by, he stunk. And he actually went somewhere else. Yeah, nah, that's it doesn't point. happen. That's a good point. It doesn't happen. I'm with you on that. What, what the fuck's Devontae Parker about to do? Be a bum somewhere else. Laquan, Laquan Treadwell. Laquan, yeah, a bum somewhere else. Well, listen, I wasn't even saying per se that he would um, go somewhere else and have a great career. But like, I could see some, him catching up somewhere else and having like a career. Like, hey... A career. Can, can you doing, catch? Can you catch? Yeah, I can see him catching thirty-five on balls somewhere. a game for us. Our I can see him. He can't even catch thirty-five balls for us. Did he I do can that see for him catching on somewhere. All state. <laughs> <laughs> Eastern Motors. <laughs> you judge your credit. <laughs> catch on it. All state insurance. <laughs> All right. Let's... <laughs> All over my laptop. Come on, Dot. I'm not. <laughs> mind you, folks, we're not trying to kill. I'm one of the biggest Dotson fans there was. But that shit is over with. Either you produce or your ass is going to the bench. Or we'll fuck around and cut him before we get to the final cut. Right. All right, let's get, let's get on wax right now. Here. Is he going to make the team, you think? Dismit to 53. Yeah. I wouldn't I would doubt say it. yes. I would say yes. But nothing's being given to Dotson no more. So. I'll tell you this. If Cam Sims and McLaren out of camp, he fuck around, get cut. Doxon better start looking at insurance Let license know. classes. Let him know. Real estate license. Because those young boys is hungry. Listen, they already didn't pick up his fifth year option. Mm-hmm. What's the point of even keeping you if you don't beat out McLaurin and 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 let's say all right, let's let's go through the depth chart real McLaurin's quick. McLaurin's hungry. McLaurin's gonna make better, the team for sure, <laughs> right? Richardson's gonna be here. Quinn's gonna be here. Mm-hmm. The maybes. We're talking about. Uh, I would say that Harmon's probably a maybe at this point. I Har- would even say I think Harmon's going to make the roster. Cam Sims says you think it's a lock. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I mean, then, we got to see them guys first. Well, then if if everybody you said it is are probable or even a lock is on him, that's five. So that means between Doxson and somebody like Robert Davis. But that's what, that's Robert what, Davis is not going to be practicing. Is Robert Davis going to be ready for training camp? No, I don't know. I don't no, know. he's not. But that's my reason. Well, busy injecting creatine <laughs> into his veins. He looked like DK. <laughs> Oh, David Boston ass. <laughs> but that's my whole thing as far as saying Dotson's spot isn't guaranteed because I feel like what Dotson has given us, why can't one of the guys like a Harmon or a McLaurin or a Sims give us... No, I hear you. What, what's the young undrafted kid Sims? The other Sims? Oh, Steve Sims. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, these dudes, you got young guys that want to play. They hungry. Right, they're hungry. Yeah. You are hungry. You don't care. He you, probably get fucked around and cut and just, damn. and just like, go back to his house in Nashville yeah, and be like, well... Huh? So he... This is fucking pack back and shit up. Go back to his grandma's house in Fort Worth. He better come in hungry, bro, because you'll fuck around and get cut. All right, so on a scale of 1 to 10. Send his ass back to TCU. After missing all last season. <laughs> Fucking grand and now assistant. You- <laughs> one <Wow. of> 20. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> AD. <laughs> AD assistant out here. Hey, it's hey, always hard. Hey, Coach Pat, you think I can come back and work with the receivers? It's also a little bit sad when somebody you came for, like, it went to like your college, and you see him like come back and like be a, a grad assistant like three years. I was like, oh, it didn't work out. Like, like Deshaun Butler, obviously he tore up his knee. Mm-hmm. I saw him come back sitting on the benches that Huggins. I was like, oh god, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Josh gonna be back there soon, yeah. uh-huh. sooner than he thinks. Straight up, not even as good as Brian Hartline. Hartline's 
Well, he's doing Ohio State's yeah, wide coach. Wide receivers coach. Yeah, not even long after he drafted. Harline like eight years ago had a decent NFL career. Yeah, better than Dotson. Better yeah, career than when Dotson's put <laughs> together. And he wasn't a first round pick. Dotson was oh, a fucking waste of Such space. Such a disappointment, man. He's a disappointment. He, he fucking sucks, dog. He fucking he really does. It's forty. His vertical's got to be forty inches plus, and like you. Good. Go play volleyball. It burns my soul. He just done nothing. You're a volleyball. He's player, done nothing. Son. He should probably be an Olympic volleyball probably could. player. He fucking sucks. All right, let's go on to guys. All right, so he obviously missed last season, and now you're hearing that he has a hamstring injury. Um, listen, I don't think he was going to practice to open camp anyway. I think they're going to take it slow with him. Me too. And we have AP coming back, so that's a little bit of a insurance policy there. We don't have to worry about him not being there, but like, are you concerned about his health in general? Just the fact that, like, he hasn't had health in college. Now he's the healthy in the pros. Corey's guy. It's another one of Corey's guys. <laughs> Never healthy. But you remember Corey when guy. we drafted him and he came in and they said he had that injury he had at LSU. Like when he tore his ACL with us that first preseason game, they felt like that injury was going on when he was at LSU. He had never recovered from that. Yeah, but you don't want to hear that. You don't. I hear you, but maybe it might have been misdiagnosed when he was down in Baton Rouge. But long story short, they're also saying this hamstring pull could have been, you know, the rehab process, blah, 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 blah. I'd be more concerned if it, if we're four days out of game one and he's, you know, limping around or having knee pain. I can't really say that my concern level is through the roof right now because obviously no, they, no, no, they no, haven't no. started practice. We haven't seen no preseason games. But kind of like you said, I didn't even expect them to see much in preseason anyway. Um, but if we get into camp, we get into preseason games and we don't see him at all because of hamstring concerns, then that's a problem. Listen. I think with a roster that has AP and Chris Thompson on the, on the depth chart as well, you don't have to see him in camp. Like, if he comes out week one and they said that he's mean? ready to play, listen, I think he's going to be ready to go whenever he's ready Those to go. Those two guys can't be out here during camp either. So who the fuck is the camp back? Samaj so AP Ryan. Even our draft oh. pick, our, the running back we drafted, Chris Thompson, Bryce Love. Chris Thompson can't do shit. We, like, well, all we do is worry about Chris Thompson. We got to save Chris Thompson. I'm talking 68 years old. He can't. <laughs> so we are going to be in camp. Yeah, but Samaj AP in camp, like, I'm ready, coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, but neither one of you is worried about what CT or AP are going to give you come week one. Never that. Okay, then. So it, I don't care about seeing Samaj took the rock for four games in the preseason. Let guys get healthy, and you have guys that can carry the load early. Wow. <laughs> Take a deep breath out Folks, there. we're scouting the Eagles and Cowboys right <laughs> now from the game last year. They are like a pop out here. Jesus, Alshon. That joint hurt. Nah, this is my point, though, man. We were counting on guys. So I don't want to hear, I'm still like, oh, he wasn't going to. This doesn't sound like an easy injury. We are counting on him. AP is 32, 33 years old. Chris Thompson, injury question mark. Last year of his Bryce Love, obviously, going to miss majority of the season. You know who's still here? Paul's guy, Samajay. Listen. So, so listen. Hey, Drew said Samajay been looking good, man. He has to say that, right? He says that about Does everybody, he? yeah. I mean, he, have to he say said that? about Rob Kelly. He's oh, he used to love Rob Kelly. I don't Kelly. know I'm going to split the carries between Kelly and Bibbs. <laughs> God, look at Byron Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, McGruden loves all running backs. Let's be honest. He he he. Tell, Who he else is, can, can you pull up the, the running back depth chart? Running back. Uh, it is. 
Adrian Peterson, Thompson, Bryce Love. There's someone else on. Oh, guys, P. Ryan, Craig Reynolds, and then Byron. We have Byron Marshall. Well, Byron right? Marshall. Your That's your guy. I mean, maybe. What? Running back's also another position where we can sign someone. I mean, we we didn't have AP on our roster at this time. So this time last year, I mean. Uh, Bryce Love, who's not going to play. He probably won't play all through camp. He's not going to play maybe at all this season. I think he ends up playing this year. I think he does too, but not until like later. He tore his ACL in December. Yeah. Bowl season? Yeah. It's going to be a year. But I wouldn't even be mad if Bryce did not play. Let's He's going to play this year. I wouldn't be. Which if he's he does, that's pop, cool. I just feel like. Pop list, let him rehab. That's cool. He's going to come out here and shred folks. People forget. I'm stamping Bryce Love. Oh, the people forgot already about Bryce stamping. Love. Oh, I ain't forget. Like, he wasn't a monster. He, sure he shouldn't have gone back to college. He really shouldn't have. Their office, but their office was trash. I'm just picturing the backfield with Geist and Love, and if we re-sign Thompson, that's some that's an explosive backfield. I got, I got a bold prediction. Hmm. Bryce Love will have a better career here than Darius Geist. Whoa. Hmm. Hot take! Why? Because he's actually going to play. Damn, I mean, so, well, they're both so coming off knee injuries. So you're already writing Bryce. Not Bryce. Not writing off, off, guys. Not writing them off. Yeah, don't write them off yet. Not writing them off. That's a bowling ball, I'm telling you. Going to be on the field? Wrecking crew. Nobody yeah, like no. nobody like to tackle guys in the SEC. <laughs> in the SEC, dog. Mm-hmm. And you love the SEC. It's only for And I'm not, doing, I'm not trying to boost him because you know I'm a huge guys fan. But if he's healthy, oh, my God. Oh my God! Where's it at? Look man? out, folks! Where's it at? Well, that's that's the whole question. Listen, like, he, he wasn't healthy his last year at LSU. And he had wasn't a, healthy and last year. He's already not healthy now. That's three years in a row. At some point, you're just not healthy no, out you. here. I hear you. So till I see it on the field, well, we're gonna find out shortly. But that's my bold prediction. I think Bryce loves me better. Corey, you care to make a bold prediction about? Darius guys, or Bryce Love, or uh, Byron Marshall. <laughs> That's Paul's guy. Bro. Byron Marshall. You mean now he missed the block and Alex got his leg shredded? Yo, once a week. Wow. Huh? Remember once that a, one? Once a week. I didn't forget that, Byron. Once a week, Paul texted in the chat. Should we bring Byron Marshall back? I didn't forget that, Byron. We should. We, should, we gotta give Byron Marshall more snaps. Whole time while Bibbs um, was going just fine. Bibbs is not even on the team right now. I know. Surprisingly. That's surprising. I thought it was going to catch He's on. He's on somebody right. roster right now. Right? Nah, I don't think so. I don't know. That's y'all, man. That's that's another pause, man. Capri. Listen, we all <laughs> yeah. Made... Biz with the Packers. No, they didn't bring him back, did they? Nah, he's on there. Look, there. Capri Bibbs, Packers. Capri Bibbs. About to do work with a Rod. Please, he's a Sorry, kid. Nah, he ain't nice. kid body. He's currently Sunday free, currently free agent. Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. All right. Damn. So it must have been his last. What's yeah. the next question? All right. So. Uh, we're looking pretty thin at inside linebacker. Pretty, pretty, pretty thin. But um, are we though? Uh, I mean, we have bodies there, but not a sure thing. We're looking thin because we had, we were under under the assumption that Ruben Foster was going to be a dog for us come week one. Listen, that's why we I I hear you on that. I hear you on that. But I don't. You needed two guys there, and you had one, and we both admit, or we all three of us admit that we were going to be surprised if Ruben Foster was on week. On the field, we won anyway. Like we thought he was suspended. The fact that he wasn't was a miracle. It's it's just it's natural that he's not playing for one reason or another. It's I hate to see it, but him not playing is like you never were here. I'm not gonna miss you, whatever, whatever. Because 
you know, it was kind of like a bad situation anyway. Right? It's a terrible situation. Yeah. But once we knew he wasn't being suspended, I felt like, you know, we were anticipating. Right, you can count on that. But you, that was like a lightning bolt. In the you, of the but you knew that even if you had Ruben Foster, you had a opening there. Right? Whether it was going to be Sean Dion Hamilton, whether it was going to be uh, Mason Foster. But that's also because you despise Cole. Mason Foster. I don't despise anybody. I just don't think he's good <laughs> guarding running backs or tight ends in space. <laughs> and I'm going to go back to what Cliff always says. Why are we asking that guy to do certain things like that? That's not what I say. That's not, what Paul says. Well, I say he can't cover Zach Ertz. So Nobody can. can cover That's Zach Ertz. I mean. You know what I'm, you know oh, what I'm going with, he, Oh, you know, why is, he, why is Mason Foster on, why are we asking on him Darren to do Sproles that? in the backfield? Well, all the linebackers struggle with these people. Mason Foster's no different. Mason Foster's been here. Mason Foster's a downhill linebacker, man. I don't, like, the stuff that people, when people complain about linebackers and coverage... It kills me. I hear every team <laughs> complaining about how their linebackers uh-huh. cover. Yep. Because how the fuck are they supposed to cover these? Like, what middle linebackers are really out here strapping tight ends? Not many, man. We could probably count them on one hand. Like, it's not many. Mm-hmm. Tight ends are hard to cover. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is covering? What tight end can cover Jordan Reed, man? Yeah. Who? Not, not many can guard So, mm-hmm. you can't cover Ertz. Mm-mm. You can probably cover Jason Witten's slow ass, but then he just pushes you off anyways. Mm-hmm. And you don't call the, so, I'm not even tripping off that. Yeah. Listen, I, listen we got what? the kid from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. My man Cole Holcomb. Damn Cole. Sean Dion Hamilton. Sideline to uh-huh. sideline. Josh Harvey Clemens put on what, like 20 pounds? Sure has. Let's see. But that comes back to the coaching staff. Stop asking Mason Foster to guard Zach Ertz on a 15-yard in no, or out. Middle linebackers got to cover tight ends. I understand. but That's we, the game. But we also have, like you said, a Harvey Clemens who basically you don't put him in on run situations. Why wouldn't you just have him predominantly come on the field in a pass situation? He can cover a tight end. Right. Stop putting Mason Foster in that situation. Right. But, Corey, if the, if the team lines up and they only got two wide receivers out there in, a tight, in, in two tight ends, True. Your middle linebackers got to cover these people. Or in, in, Josh Harvey Clemens can't cover Ertz either. How about this, but in an obvious passing down situation, you shouldn't ask Mason Foster to cover Zach Ertz. You know why they probably do that? Because they probably trust that he's going to be where he's supposed to be. Because he always is. He just can't do he the job is. physically. But there's a problem a lot of teams have in this league. Kind of like Paul's man Will Compton when he used to be all over the fucking place. What? Wait, wait, wait. Stop, 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 <laughs> stop, stop. Paul's man Will Compton? My man, War Coleman. Wow. Like, like, I, I just sort of look at like our team is young, especially on defense. Call right? Holcomb, and I'm so we end you. up in a position where a lot of some people are just gonna emerge. Mm-hmm. That's what it happens in these situations. Mm-hmm. So there, the guys on this depth on the depth chart, it's say it's safety. It might not be Monte Nicholson who ends up doing something at safety. We'll it might be the Shazer Everett. Yeah. It could be. Paul's man Troy Apke. Give me players. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. Paul's man Troy Apke. Right, right. But this is what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Somebody's like yeah. when you have a young team, yeah, I hear you. some guys step up and you yeah. you didn't see it coming. But you didn't anticipate them doing it. So like some of those question marks yeah. position wise don't end up being as big a question mark mm-hmm. as it originally seemed. I hear you. We'll be fine. I hear you on that. I'm not really yeah. that worried about that. He got injured. I guess you hate to see it. I mean, but let's not act like Sean Deion Hamilton wasn't a good prospect coming out of college. He just had an injury. Now he's, uh, he's he had, had several full, injuries. But he's had a full offseason to get. He's healthy. He was a damn good linebacker at Alabama. Right. I mean, we got to see what he can do. He was. Right. So, he definitely was. Yeah. And Cole Howes, he had, be the Cole Howes had a good career. So, this is mm-hmm. a wait and see. That's like a wait Absolutely. and see position for Absolutely. 
That's a wait and see. Position, I don't think it's man. a red flag position. Because if our linebackers are Foster and Deion Hamilton starting games, mm-hmm. that isn't the worst thing in the world. You could do like, a lot we, worse. Yeah, we'll be fine. We could roll out so, Zach Visual and Will Compton. Right. That was embarrassing. <laughs> so guys, guys emerge. Yeah. Guys will always emerge. Absolutely. Right? We got a, we got a lot of young players on mm-hmm. defense. We do. Have, I think one of the things that gives me like kind of like a little bit of relief. From the anxiety of who's going to start week one at inside linebackers, the fact that these guys, some of them have good pedigrees. They they just haven't been on the field as much. Mm-hmm. Like, Sean Dean Hamilton could come out and actually, like, do something for us. Like, I don't know much about Cole Holcomb. I mean, he clearly has, like, really good measurables. I'm not saying he's going to be every down player, but he can do some things for us. We can get by with what we have. Absolutely. With, with you know, Mason Foster being, I guess, a two-down linebacker, and you have... The other two linebacker possibly being Sean Dale Hamilton, and you have a sub package that includes Cole Holcomb or maybe uh, Shaw, uh, Harvey Clemens. Harvey and, Clemens, yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> and Harvey fine. Clemens, I mean, once he get he gets rid of that mm-hmm. ugly number, mm-hmm. he gets like a linebacker number. I heard looking like uh, what what's Corey's man's name? He got to be my man. <laughs> but Adam Marshalletta. But one guy <laughs> I wanted to tell y'all one. Player that we have that we signed that's an undrafted that we got to watch in camp, linebacker BJ Blunt. Oh, yeah, he was on podcast. Reporters were talking about him. The kid has speed, he's not a big linebacker. He might be somebody that you just add on special teams, makes an impact. But he went to uh McNeese State, they were talking about that kid. He has a lot of potential, apparently. Well, I mean, nobody thought that uh, BJ Blunt. Nobody thought that uh, he's fast as shit. Too. McKenzie would be on the roster at any point this past year, but he was yeah. an undrafted guy. I, don't, I actually don't know if McKenzie was on a team in 2017 or 2016. But that's how your team gets better, bro. Everything right. can't be about your draft picks. Your scouting department has to find talent. Right. Oh yeah, no, no. I heard he has a lot of speed too. Yeah. And I, listen, somebody's going to make this team that we have no idea. Absolutely. Somebody's going to make the team this year that isn't a draft pick. Mm-hmm. He isn't a highly regarded free, uh, free agent. He isn't like an undrafted free agent. Like it's gonna be right. one person. Mm-hmm. Remember, mm-hmm. we're saying this basement last year. Talking about who's Danny Johnson. He mm-hmm. made the team. Yep. It's always somebody. Yep. So we'll, we'll see. Um, another guy that we should have talked about is John Bostic. Uh, right, Bostic will be out there. Gator. Uh, Finley said he looked good. He's and, and, oh, he's yeah. a run. He's a run stopper. Yeah. Right. And I, I hate having super I hate having two guys on the, on the field at the same time who do the same job. Kind of seems redundant, but. Do the same job, guys. But I'd rather have we somebody do a job. We're out here <laughs> getting gashed. Our run defense yeah. was getting gashed. Left the and right, half of the left game. and right. Yep. I don't get. You can't cover. Can you hit somebody? Mm-hmm. Can you make a tackle in the backfield? Like Bostic's a run guy. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that, man. Mm-hmm. Can I'm you wrap up and tackle? Right, Bostic is Bostic's gonna be physical out there. Mm-hmm. 